The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to episode 42 of your favorite podcast, the Grow Our Die podcast. I'm your host, Justin Mahaley, alongside my co-host, Scott Simmons. And today we're going to talk to you about tips for a successful bodybuilding prep. But... All of these can kind of be watered down and applied to day-to-day fitness goals, business goals, relationship goals, life, all of these things. So all of you are included inside. I think this insight can help you greatly. I am fired up. Contests are coming back. Clients are about to be winning some trophies. Man, episode 42 brought to you by Revive Supplements, brought to you by Raw Supplements. Hyperdrive Gym, July 1st. We got so many things happening. I'm going to see you inside. Man, I'm fired up. I got, uh, man, competitions are almost back. Yeah, you're getting excited. I've only been waiting on this since, what, March? The first week of March. Or January. Fuck, really, (laughs) since like last November. Because Nationals uh, in Miami, NPC Nationals, is like kind of the last show of the year. There are shows after that, but like they all... Uh, after, after, uh, NPC nationals, they all get a little watered down. Okay. And, you know, we had the Arnold, which was a tease, but like, that wasn't a show. Dude. Yeah, like that was rough. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that, that wasn't like a real bodybuilding mm-hmm. show. Dude. And fucking, uh, what is it? 12, like 10 days. Joe, Joe takes the stage. He's looking 10 gnarly. days. Yeah. Nice next Saturday. Yeah. It is mother. That posing video on. was sick. Dude, I'm working his ass hard. <laughs> oh my God. So, um, something I have all my bodybuilding clients do when we get close to the show is practice posing multiple times a day. Hold each pose for 15 seconds and then take three to five seconds rest in between each pose. And I mean, this is brutal. Yeah. Like, this is so, I mean, you heard him breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, he was fighting for it, bro. He was earning that overall yeah. in the last I, video. <laughs> I told you, I remember telling you, you should use uh, the Mr. Ohio yeah. time frame as a prerequisite. Yeah. Dude, like, what was it? Five. Yeah. At, uh, no, at the Ohio, we were 14. 14 total minutes of posing? 14, 14 total minutes in pre judging <sighs> for posing. Dude, that was so fucking hard. <laughs> that was so hard, dude. Um, I definitely didn't practice for 14 minutes. See the practice I did going into that show was like hold each pose for about eight seconds and then rest for about three seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, well that, that didn't pay. I mean, in every other show I've done, that was like more than enough. No, that didn't pay off. Yeah. So now, all right, we're just going to go above and beyond. Yeah. Cause you'll know who else is going to show up. True. Um, I expect Joe to dominate. Yep. I expect him to do really well. Um, you told me this at the Arnold, you know, like you never know what, what freaks are coming through. That's the thing. It's yeah. like, yeah, Joe looks gnarly, but man, someone could just blow his fucking doors off. You have yeah. no idea. Yeah. Maybe no one even knows who the fuck that person is. Maybe mm-hmm. they don't even have Instagram, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that's a huge element of competing is dude, you can look incredible. Like you can be just unreal looking, man. It just, that doesn't mean anything because there could be someone doing it longer, doing it better, going harder, uh, better genetics, whatever the case may be who shows up and they just wipe you away and there's nothing you can do about it. 
I had that happen to me in uh, 2017. I thought I looked like pretty fucking decent. <laughs> Till I got to the overall. <laughs> and I was like, never mind. Can I just exit the stage right yeah. now? I'm going to save myself from this. Dude, that's, that's got to, how does that feel? Awful. When you, so when you're up there, you instantly yeah. knew you're like, fuck. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Damn. It, but I you mean, still have to go through the process. Yeah. But then I, I returned the favor at the Ohio this past that's year. True. Everyone yeah. else walked up and they're like, oh fuck. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Justin guess, Haley's yeah. here. Answer guess, back. Yes. Yes. Yep. So I, I, I had to go get it back. Yep. Um, so. Joe competes uh, super soon. Um, Brittany, Brittany Weiss mm-hmm. is coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caitlin Roddy's show, if it ever actually happens. Um, she's only, you know, her show has been canceled maybe 29 times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Renee, dude, mm-hmm. Renee looks gnarly. Yeah. I love her. Uh, I love her Instagram name, Petite Powerhouse. That's the name? <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. What a good Instagram petite name. Petite Powerhouse. Yeah, dude, she's nasty. What's better, 2F and Jazzy or Petite Powerhouse? <sighs> Team Haley IG battle. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the best handle? Yeah, man, 2F and Jazzy is tough to be. That's beat. pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's really fucking tough to be. Uh, Speaking of Jazzy, uh, she's coming down to uh, Austin, fucking Texas. Yeah, so we're adding officially. another. Yeah, we're adding another uh, member to the ATX fam. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. It's getting big. God, we're taking like it's getting big. Brandon's coming we're, we're like, officially soon. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, this is fantastic. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I, dude. Honestly, I'm fired up. I like find myself during my morning meditative walks just like obsessing over. That 4 a.m. fucking wake up call on game day. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, You're itching for it. <laughs> dude, I'm ready. Yeah. Christmas I'm morning for you. So, oh, dude, I'm super ready for that. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm fired up. Like, I, I'm starting to feel more fulfilled. Okay, good. Hunger. Yep. Vengeance. Yep. Overalls. Yep. I'm ready. I'm trophy hunting, dude. Oh, dude, like, it has never been this motherfucking on. Yeah. <laughs> My team is God, nasty, dude, too. On top of everything else. Like, Man, I go through my client check-ins every day and I'm like, fuck, this is fun. Yeah. Like, there's some nasty fucking well, people. You were t- what you. were you telling us the other night? You were telling us now it's you're at the stage where like people some people have been with you for a really long time. Oh, and yeah. And they've stacked up oh, yeah. the effort and the work. Now we have, you and know, now it's about to there's pay off. so many people doing the years. And now it's gonna pay off. Yeah. yeah. And when they started, you know, they were years away. Yeah. You know, now it's like happening. And yeah. you know, the quality of which I take pride in putting on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked about on here before. I take very small teams of shows. Yeah. Like for junior USA right now, I'm looking at two people. Yeah. I'm looking at Anna, Anna Kate, AK. And I'm looking at Joe Sugarman. Mm-hmm. They both have a very legitimate, AK has a very legitimate chance of a dub. Yeah. Joe, very legitimate chance. Top yeah. five. Yeah. I don't Why the fuck would I take a client to a show that doesn't have a chance? Well, or why? Like, would, yeah. I mean, just just because you like win your class at a show. Yeah. Or maybe you win an overall like mm-hmm. that. That does not. I know it qualifies you. Sure. But that does not qualify you to stand on stage with the best in America. Yeah. And like, I'm so fucking tired of seeing the quality just water down of coaches that take all like how you take 15 people to a show in one well, place. That's what I was. Uh, that's kind of why I like what you're doing. It's like you get you're taking two. Yeah. Ideally taking two. Yeah. Maybe a third. Probably um, not. There's, there, there's a third in the works. Yeah. If, if so with that, third with works. that said though, you can give your undivided attention to yeah. max three people. How, yeah. can, how can you do it with over 10? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I could give 10 people my max attention. Oh, you could. Okay. But, but who gets your max attention? It is human nature 
yeah. to turn to the people that have the best shot. Yeah. And that's criticism I hear about a lot of these coaches. Okay. Like, yeah, you know, these two girls got more attention than everybody else. And, you know, these two girls, you know, place top five. Mm-hmm. Why'd the other people come? Yeah. You, you true. told on yourself that you knew they weren't there mm-hmm. to collect dubs by favoritism. Yeah. 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 And, but you wanted that IG pick. <laughs> I mean, like these are thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars that these people pay for these shows. I had a girl prepping for the Tampa pro. Yeah. Wasn't going to happen. I mean, mean, everything got pushed back. Things kept getting pushed back in her town. I'm not prepping you for a professional bodybuilding competition without a fucking gym. Yeah. Got fucking pushed back. And I was amped because it was going to be my first person I've ever put on a pro stage. Yeah. Those those expenses don't include the effort and the time they don't the stress the health the, yeah the health the 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 amount of money spent on food yeah. and supplements yeah. and everything else you only have so many opportunities to get it right especially yeah. as a woman yeah you only have so many chances to be dialed the fuck in like we have to use them you know sparingly mm-hmm. like if caitlin show gets pushed back again she's done we've been really? pushing we've been pushing okay we've been grinding it's like the emotional turmoil yeah of like am i even going to compete yeah. Am I even going to get to fucking well, hop you, on stage? You kind of saw that firsthand with Yarna with Megan. 100%. But it happened just really fast. Yeah. And like, like her show has been canceled, you know, two or three times, something like that. You know, she's been within striking distance. She's been within striking distance for eight weeks. Mm. There's another show that gets canceled. I'm talking about like striking distance. I'm talking like, no, she's four weeks out. Mm-hmm. Another show gets canceled. I'm not keeping her there. Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah. And now it sucks. It was like, this is her rookie season mm-hmm. and she looks like that. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, there's a lot of shows in America that woman will win in a fucking overall. Lap. Yeah. Yeah. But like, we just can't keep pushing. Sure. So we're going to see, we're going to see, um, I'm fired up. Competitions are back. I'm excited to be at a show and fucking be going nuts for my clients. I'm excited to, uh, you know, give the pep talks and get them fucking dialed in. I'm excited to watch that fucking physique change as we, as we make manipulations. Um, I'm, I'm fired the fuck up for this. So, uh, man, I can't lie. Team Haley's coming for some fucking heads, bro. Yeah, really? (sighs) Man, I got some, be on the lookout. (laughs) I say that as if they weren't already. (laughs) Uh, no, but to all my clients listening to this who are prepping, uh, very, very, very proud of you guys. You're doing a fantastic job. Every single one of you, it's, it's an amazing position as a coach to be in sitting here every single night. I don't need to worry about if people are following the protocol. Yeah. I I mean, how many times we talk in the kitchen about this shit? Mm -hmm. You know how well I sleep at night knowing all my clients are doing what they need to get done. Yeah. I've noticed that you're any stress that you do have doesn't come from clients ever. ever ever yeah. my roster is amazing yeah and there's a lot of reasons for that number one fucking respect mm-hmm. and i respect you guys for the way you respect me mm-hmm. i don't fucking play around i'm not going to tell you to do something that you're not capable of fucking doing mm-hmm. i'm not going to tell you to step on stage when you're not capable of competing for at least a top two placing in your class if you're outside the top two or if if i'm view, if you're outside the top two and that's just how the cards felt that's just how the cards felt if you're outside the top two, cause you were not prepared to be there. I, you will never see, mm-hmm. you'll never see that from my fucking people. Absolutely not. I like, this is competitive bodybuilding and I'm tired of seeing it. Yeah. I mean, even go to national surgeon, there's like people who are like, like, 
I mean, I look better in my fucking off season. <laughs> I mean, how? I just, yeah, I, I mean, we, we've had this conversation before. I mean, I don't know how many times now on this to- on the podcast. Yeah. It's like, why are you going? Why? Like, who told what's, you? What's the, what's the point? I know. But like the issue is a lot of athletes. They don't have guidance that states otherwise. Yeah. They don't have guidance that's telling them like, you know what, girl, like if you want to go do a national show that like, you can go do a national show, I would advise against it because mm-hmm. you're probably looking at 13th place. Imagine if your football coach told you that in college. Yeah. When you're trying to go to the league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, but like really. Yeah. So it's yeah, that part frustrates me, but sure. I want to talk about tips for a successful prep. And number one is overwhelming. It's the top item. Trust your guidance. It's that simple. Be with someone that you trust. Be with someone you know can get you there. Be with someone who can explain everything A through Z. But be with someone who cares and cares endlessly. Because if they don't, you're going to be forgotten. I can promise you, you're going to be forgotten. I have a really good friend who plays really, really, really high down at NPC nationals Mm -hmm. last year. Mm -hmm. And I thought there for a while she was going to switch to me for coaching. Okay. She still might. I think she knows it's best for her. People are loyal though. Some people are loyal. Yeah. She has talked to me many times about how she felt completely forgotten and overlooked. Really? Her coach at NPC nationals. Okay. She plays very high in the top five. Yep. The coach had no one else place. She felt like forgotten. Like she wasn't part of like the team picture. She wasn't like part of like, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I mean, you would be fired so fucking fast. <laughs> really? <laughs> like in my world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have to trust that your coach fucking cares about you. I mean, Not like bullshit ass, like grimy ass, like, oh, like post on Instagram. I care about you. No, like real fucking care. These are real people. Like, yeah, like these are people who are investing a lot of effort and time yeah. into this. And they're people who are promoting your brand and your name when they go up on stage. Mm-hmm. That's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Number one, trust your guidance. We can't have cooks in the kitchen. I've like no one's ever won an overall at a show at a reputable show by listening to all these opinions of all of these people. Sure, you can win an overall like a small show. Like at a real show, no one's ever won an overall by just like listening to anyone and everyone that has a fucking opinion. Only one cook in the kitchen, period. You know why there's a reason everyone gives their advice away for free on what you should be doing? Because that's its value. Its value is zero dollars and zero zero cents. The value of your coach who you are employing to help you has a legitimate dollar amount to it. I don't care what your boyfriend says, what the employee at GNC says, what the trainer at the gym says, what anyone else says. If they themselves have never had striated glutes and they've never had a client that has striated glutes, their opinion does not matter. Yeah. If they cannot explain the MOA of PEDs that they say are bad for you, Mm -hmm. their opinion does not matter. Mm -hmm. They cannot explain physiologically biomechanically the pharmacological evidence of whatever their claim is their opinion simply doesn't matter (laughs) 
It's almost like it's rocket science sometimes. You know, it's I've like, run into this problem very few, very few times. Yeah. But every time I do, it's like this massive roadblock. Oh, sure. It's I'm sure it is. Huge, and it's, it's, a, like, it's a mental hurdle, dude. And the lights are just flashing so fucking hard. And I'm just like, look, you're either going to like win this show with me. Yeah. Or you're not going to fucking step on stage. It's like not with me. You can hire somebody else. Yeah. From a non-competitive standpoint, it's like hiring a fat personal trainer yeah yeah, yeah. trying really to is. tell you to not snack really <laughs> while they're snacking <laughs> munching on them chips yeah, that used to happen to Ellie fitness when oh, I was there it was terrible it happens a lot of places number two don't overanalyze listen super 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 simple the protocol is laid out for you in front of you and is there for a reason if you ask questions ask to learn if you start questioning your protocol or like questioning your coach well Either that's a reflection of yourself or it's a reflection of the person that you hired. Maybe you don't trust them. Ask to learn, not to question. We don't need to overanalyze things. Matt sends me what Matt wants me to do. And guess what I do? Yes, sir. What Matt wants. Exactly what Matt wants. Yep. I don't fucking ask. I, I got nothing to ask. Yeah. I, I love questions. Mm-hmm. But if if you look down the list of like my top 20 most accomplished clients, mm-hmm. none of them ask many questions. They just like go. And that wild thing about this bizarre Mark and I have talked about that a lot. Yeah. Like I don't have many clients like just dominating shows that like ask a whole bunch of questions. Isn't that In- weird? Interesting. Yeah. I wonder like what the correlation is. Yeah. Um, like they just trust the process and they trust that you're giving the guidance. Really, it's almost like, and I've run into this in previous preps, like less is more. Like I know so much yeah. that like it's my nature to assess every protocol that has ever been and then sent start, to like, me doubting a little bit and just start trying to piece it together. Yeah. If you will. And then if there's a piece that doesn't fit, Oh God, now I'm stressed. Well, then, yeah, <laughs> then you're, then you're honed in on that yeah. and only that, but it's also different. Like most people aren't as well versed in this as I am. Sure. So like me working with Matt was a very natural fit because everything could be explained a through Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I look at every single protocol and I'm like, yep, that, piece fits there that piece goes there that piece goes there that piece follows this piece like all of that stuff yeah like that's how i am with my clients mm-hmm. like everything makes sense like diet cardio training supplementation peds recovery all of these things are cohesive variables mm-hmm. the diet is what it is because the cardio is what it is because you train the way that you do and you take the peds that you do and you have these supplements over here and then you recover this way like it's all one thing yeah it's working with physiology. So I get really frustrated when I see, you know, shit that doesn't go that way. But we don't need to overanalyze. Ask to learn, not to question. The best part about hiring a coach that you really trust is like, man, like th- this person's won, you know, so many times. There's been so many winners. It's like success is mapped out in front of you. Mm-hmm. Success is right fucking in front of you. Now, you have to pick someone who you vibe with their personality. You have to pick someone that you vibe with their style of coaching. I'm not the easiest coach where I have very high expectations for every single client on my roster. That's general health clients, that's contest prep clients, everyone in between. That's my athletes, there's some professional athletes. I expect extremely high things of every single one of those people, and every single day you get held to that standard. If you inquire with me and you say, Justin, I want to be an IFBB pro. I think you're the person that can get me there. 
every day you just set the expectation for yourself. And if you fail to meet that expectation, we're going to discuss. I'm not going to be pissed. I'm not going to be angry. I'm not going to demean. We are going to discuss what's going on because we are not closer to that goal. Number three is very simple. When you're fucking training, don't leave reps in the tank. Take every fucking set all the way. You can do this so you're like four days out. If anyone says otherwise, oh boy, they're going to lose to me or my clients. Don't leave reps in the tank. This is bodybuilding. Bodybuilding. How, how impressive can you build your body? This is not body dieting. This is not body cardioing. This is not body PEDing. Training is what makes you an elite specimen on a bodybuilding stage. We know that the body adapts to any and all stimulus stimuli placed upon it. Period. It's that simple. You want to know how to preserve a shit ton of muscle while you're doing in prep? Give it a reason to stick around. Keep training heavy as fuck. Keep training hard as fuck. Don't like add reps or do this like high volume training and shit just because you're in prep. You need to be training the exact same way you did in the off season where you made the improvements. Don't leave reps in the tank. Don't lighten the load. Dude, fucking bring Caitlin up for like the third fucking time today. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. She's squatting. uh, She's been squatting like 225 for four. Okay. For like, I don't know how many fucking weeks. Okay. And every week she's getting significantly leaner. Okay. But she's staying at four. Yeah. Every fucking week. She's hitting fucking four. Mm -hmm. That. That right there is a definition of it. That is how you fucking train and prep. Yeah. Her RDLs today she sent me. She had 185 for eight. Yeah. We are bumping the load because of how good they were. Hmm. We're bumping up to what 195 or 205 mm-hmm. next week. She's she's peeled right yeah. now. She's shredded. She's not peeled yet. She's okay. shredded. Okay. But when you train, when you go in. Every single week with the mindset of I, there is not a single fucking thing holding me back from hitting the fucking numbers I need to hit right now. I am not hitting less than what I did last week. And no, nothing else is even an option. It's, it's non-negotiable. I'm hitting the same or heavier weight for the same or more fucking reps. Period. End of discussion. No, oh, I'm tired today give a fuck you're in contest prep yeah the fuck of course yeah uh you should be tired today <laughs> you signed up to be Are tired for 16 yeah, weeks dude 16 weeks you chose to be tired for nobody cares oh man i just haven't had much food today well it's probably a good thing it's probably a good sign you're not like in this massive surplus of food when you're contest prep dieting mm-hmm. Nobody fucking cares about the excuses. Go in and fucking, oh, I slept terrible last night. Well, yeah, you just added Trenbolone in. The fuck you think you're going <laughs> to sleep like a baby? Like, suck it the fuck up and work. Don't cheat. Food, cardio, don't fucking cheat. 300 grams of rice is 300 grams of rice. 300 grams of rice is not 302 grams of rice. It is also not 298 grams of rice. Leaning on the Stairmaster for an hour while you're doing an hour on the Stairmaster is not cardio. 
Stand up on the fucking Stairmaster, dude. You want to pitch the tent and take a nap, go outside. But when you're doing your fucking cardio, stand up. It's only an hour. Honestly, if you're doing an hour on the Stairmaster, that sucks. So that seems like a lot. My clients aren't. <laughs> <laughs> Intent-based cardio for yeah. the win. Number five, control your variables. Look, look, look. Every single day, we have two piles and only two piles. And one pile, it's shit that's in your control. And the other pile, it's shit that you cannot in any way influence whatsoever. It's really that simple. The things in the pile that you can control, you dominate those things. You give your entire battery to controlling the things that you are able to control and you let the shit that you're not able to impact or influence in any way just go. Just fucking get out of here. We are dieting to win an overall championship. We are dieting to become an IFBB pro. We're dieting to win an IFBB pro show. The shit that you can't control. I mean, this is just normal life shit, not even just contest prep. The shit you can't control has got to go. It's not serving you. It has no fucking purpose. Focus on the things you have immediate power over. Every element of your protocol. How you're making people feel. The work you're getting done. Petting your dog. The little fucking things. Control the shit you're able to control. The stuff that you cannot impact. It is not important right now. It has to fucking go. Actually, it's never important. Even in the fucking off season. We still have these fucking piles. There's just the shit you can control piles a little bit bigger. The shit you can't control pile is just got to fucking go. It can't be part of your day to day. I love that. I never heard of the concept of control your controllables yeah. until around you guys in bodybuilding. Yeah. I came what? up with it one day at the gym when I was bicep curling. I remember. Really? Yeah. I remember. I think I heard Kenny say it first yeah. before you did. Yeah. Um, but just as you're talking about daily life and stuff like that, just it's so thinking about a contest prep, thinking about dieting, thinking about bodybuilding and stuff like that. Like, it's, it can't be, it's not, it doesn't seem very challenging to miss the, like drinking your water. Yeah. Like your oh water, you, you have water in your sink and you got your water. How are you not fucking hitting your water? Like, how you call yourself a body like, You're not hitting your water. I'm so confused. To many, anybody, anybody who's not able to control their controllables is yeah. inherently lazy. Oh, I agree. I agree 100%. Or like their, their priorities are just so skewed. Sure. Like that's another big problem. I just love the, the term. Number six, don't be crazy. Do I even need to elaborate? <laughs> Listen, yeah, yeah I said a little bit. If you're sending your pay, if you're sending your coach like 10 page messages, no, just no, no, absolutely. Have not. you had that happen? Uh, <laughs> I would do anything to go back in time to have not had that happen. I wish I could see it because it's oh, I got plenty. I got plenty. We'll check him out from, after from this. which year 2015, 2016, 17, 18, 19, 2020. Oh, shit. Holy fuck. Don't be fucking crazy, dude. Like, there's no excuse to be crazy. I don't care how hungry you are, how tired you are, dude. A contest prep, you have to be mentally healthy and well as well. You should not be prepping if you cannot turn off your fucking crazy. Crazy is for your girlfriend, your boyfriend. Leave me out of it. (laughs) Yeah. Give it to them and see if they want to handle it. I'm good. I, I'm good. What I think people don't understand, even for myself, someone that like, dude, 
I make it very clear to every romantic interest I've had the last you know few years in my life. TM's number one. Mm-hmm. There's not even with the businesses we're running, everything right now. TM is number one. TM yeah. is the king of the hill. Yeah. Nothing in life, friendships, romantic relationships, fun, nothing comes close to TM. What's best for TM? That's what's best for me. But I do still have my own life shit going yeah. on. Yeah. I do still have my own emotions and stuff. Very few. Mm-hmm. Anyone who knows me personally is like <laughs> laughing at that. Anyone who doesn't know me, there's not many emotions that go through me. It's like, a lot of logic. It, there, it's just like such extreme logic. Like for me to actually like get angry about something. Man, have you ever seen me angry? Like legitimately angry, like mad. Um, I mean, I may, I may have seen you. I think you just see me really stressed. Maybe it's really stressed. Yeah. Cause I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't think I've been legitimately mad since we've worked together. Is this like pun- I just don't care about anything that much. Is this like punch a hole in the wall kind of mad? Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Let me get that. Let me get that wall. <laughs> but like, I do still have, you know, my own things like, you know, that I, that I go through and like, there's yeah. still mental battles and stuff that, you know, like I deal with and like, yeah. Man, if you drop, if you unload all of your problems on me, like I'm going to respond, like I'm going to be there for you, but know that my battery was just know that after that message, I had to set my phone down and go for a walk outside to recharge and reboot myself. Yeah. yeah. You feel an obligation to to fulfill it. Absolutely. Because like these people are turning to me because maybe they don't have anyone else to turn to. And I have had that instance many times, but just like now I can't respond to other clients mm-hmm. until I'm back. Mm-hmm. Like I've got to come back and like yeah. crawl out of the hole I was put in. Yeah. Kind of recharge my battery. And now come back. Mm-hmm. Don't be fucking crazy. Don't be fucking crazy. At any point. Don't be fucking crazy after you and your coach fucking go your separate ways. It's oh yeah. A fucking year later and you're still obsessed over it. God. Anywho. Say just live in the present, not in the past. <laughs> People who live in the past is because it's better than their present. That's probably true. Actually, that's definitely true. Give your best. Give your best every single day. This sounds really simple, but if this sounds simple to you, you've never been three and a half weeks out. When you just got feedback from your coach, you can't have carbohydrates until you see you hear from them next, which is four days. And you have two hours on the stairmaster. Do you have a workout to do? And you're trying to respond to like 50 or 60 clients on the day. It is very, 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 very hard. You have to find it within yourself because your battery has gone and straight. You have to find it within yourself to give your absolute best. And this sounds so simple. But here's the thing. If you don't give your best, You cannot be upset when you lose. If you do give your best, it is going to feel so much more rewarding and cherishing when you win. If you do give your best and you still lose, you stand on that fucking line with your trophy, understanding there's nothing more I could have given. I was beaten. I was defeated. But that person who beat me and defeated me, they fucking earned it. They absolutely fucking earned it. If there goes one day in your prep that you did not give your absolute all, you did not give your absolute best for the rest of your prep through the competition, through finals uh, of that show, you have no complaining you can do. 
There's nothing you can talk about that is any sort of excuse or complaining or whatever, because the only thing you have to do or to look at is yourself. Give your best. Go to the gym. Take the sets where they need to go. Don't fucking talk to anybody. Don't fucking look at anybody. I don't care that you can't get a pump. Do your cardio. Hit your meals. Go for your walks. Hit your steps. Rest. Recover. Show up for people. Make people fucking feel good even though you feel like shit. Three and a half weeks, it's all over anyways. It's all over. And what you can't take back is you can't take back the way you fucking made people feel when you were hungry and tired and low on energy. So how do you want them to feel? You want them to be fucking pumped up? You want them to feel good about themselves? Or do you want them to see you in that winter circle still thinking about the day you made them feel like fucking trash? Because you couldn't control yourself. Give your best to business, to relationship, to friendships, to training, to cardio, to every single variable in that controllable pile that you possibly can. Give it your fucking all. Leave nothing in the tank for people. You only get one shot to make some certain people feel a type of way. You only get one shot at a first impression. I think the most important one here. Eh. Number one is probably most important. Second most important. Win and lose with realism and professionalism. Look, look, listen, dial in. The girl who won the bikini class did not sleep with the judges. She did not have sex with the judges. Okay. The dude who won the uh, bodybuilding overall. Probably hands down one. The bodybuilding over. There's very few shows I've ever been to where I was watching the bodybuilding class and it was like a toss up. Okay. And I don't say that okay. from a lack of quality. Yeah. I say that from every show. There's someone who's just like, that's it. Yeah. It's over. Like it's a clear indication. That's the one. Yeah, okay. it's done. But man, you hear so often from bikini girls, these excuses. Mm, that's ego. These terrible, terrible, terrible. Dude, it's okay. Sometimes you're going to get beat. Yeah. So, like yeah. bounce back. How are you going to handle that right now? Because you can only have, you can only, there's only one shot at handling it the right way. Yeah. How are you going to handle that right now? Yeah. You have to live with forever. Dude, that's something you talk to about almost with every one of your clients. Yep. It's like, if you have a bad attitude when you lose your show, that's a problem. Oh, you're not going to be on my team. Yeah. You one shot with me. Yeah. You start being fucking pissy. You start going on tangents. You start doing the and social like media drama shit. And shit. Oh, yeah. 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 Notice how everyone who's ever started drama on my team is not on my team. Anymore. Yeah. There's it, a reason. And they're still not winning shows. And they're still not winning shows. And they're still talking shit. Win and lose with realism and professionalism. Period. It shouldn't even need said. If you're on my fucking team, if you're representing my fucking brand. <laughs> You better take that fucking third place trophy. You better smile with the winners. You better congratulate the winners. And you better be the best fucking sport up there. Because the judges are watching. And the judges want people winning the shows who are great idols for other folks coming up in the sport to look up to. The judges want people turning pro who are good fucking human beings and who win and lose with graciousness. The judges want people winning shows who are going to represent the sport. On the stage and off the stage. If you have a shit fucking attitude on the stage in front of everybody when the lights are on and the cameras are rolling, what the fuck kind of person are you behind, you know, 
behind closed doors. Have you seen situations where whether you know it or you just assume it that people have lost shows based on the judge's assumption of their egos and their mentality and stuff. It's kind of like, yeah, the shit dudes, attitude. Really? Dudes. I've seen dudes like not be in the center of their class and they, throw but like they were like fit. second or third and they're throwing a hissy fit while they're judging. And they realize that there's a, a winner of the class that's already been selected, mm-hmm. but they're still posing and mm-hmm. they got fifth or fourth place. Mm. All because they had a shit attitude. I mean, yeah, like you see it with a, women and stuff. I was too. Say, I'm assuming you, you kind of see it in their face. They're probably a oh, little yeah. more lackadaisical with their posing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You see it with women, too. Um, but honestly, like women across the board are usually much more professional, <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, there's a lot less testosterone flying yeah, around, true. you know, um, and women in the in an actual competition in a show. Mm-hmm. Um, are usually more professional than men. Okay. They are. Yeah. Um, I mean, I want to show and had a whole bunch of people like he doesn't even live here. This is true. Well, fuck. And man. then you had to have what the like commissioners like that. Yeah. Yeah. I had to go to the high ups of the NPC to tell them I'll shut the fuck up. Yeah. You should have fucking beat me. Yeah. I got straight ones. Yeah. Like, man, y'all didn't even get a point on me. I got straight ones in the pre J. Mm-hmm. I got straight ones at finals. Not a single one of you even fucking worked hard enough to get a point. Yeah. You better not be fucking bitching about me. You better be worrying about the work you did not do. I'm just keeping it hundred. <laughs> I don't give a <laughs> fuck, dude. I'll beat them all again. I'll beat them today, oh, tomorrow, shit. the next day, next year, five years. I don't give a fuck. Yep. Start drama with me over fucking get your ass kicked. Win and lose with realism. Hey, you were better than me. Great job. Win and lose with professionalism. Remember the first thing I did when I won the the Ohio? Shook everyone's hand and oh. told every single yeah, one you of went them down good the line. job. I went down the entire line. Yep. So every single one of them, good job and thank you for pushing me. Yep. Win and lose with realism and professionalism. You only get one shot. You only get one shot to do it the right way. And honestly, you never really know when your next shot's going to come. Because contest preps go as long as your body's going to allow them to. It's a coach's responsibility to coach. It's a coach's responsibility to impact. It's a coach's responsibility to look out for your health first and foremost. Always. Every single time. I'm really fucking excited for these shows to be fucking steaming. Yeah. And if you guys who listen to this podcast who aren't part of the team, see me around a show, please come chat. Come chat yeah. with me. Yeah. As long as I'm not. You know, not in the zone with clients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah not, not, not when I'm in the zone with clients. You'll be yeah. able to tell when I'm You'll know. fucking dialed in. Yeah. Come chat with me, man. I would love to uh, talk to you guys. Love to uh, get to know all of you guys. I think it's very, very, very cool. Our last podcast was one of the best podcast, one of the most listened to podcasts we've ever done. I think this one's going to be really good too. Yeah. So I know it's reaching a lot of you guys. I know it's helping a lot of you guys. Mm-hmm. Come chat. I'm really excited to see you. I'm rooting for you unless you're against my guys or girls. I'm not rooting for you then. I'm rooting for you to get second place. You know what's cool is like if they do come talk to you, they yeah. see the whole team. Typically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're 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 gonna be able to you're gonna be able to you know meet people I talk about on the podcast yeah. in real time. Yeah, I don't know. Some people think that's cool. <laughs> I, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. It adds the family aspect. Yeah, of absolutely. Oh man, family's cool, huh? Yeah, the family's really cool. So, tips for contest prep: trust, work, don't be fucking crazy, control your controllables, win and lose with professionalism. Episode forty-two 40. brought to you by Raw. And revive. I'll see you next time.